this is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And do you know what, Ellie? What? Do you know who we've got here? Yeah, I do, because she's sitting right next to me. <laughs> it's Clary Telford! It's Clary Telford! Hey! hey. <laughs> it's, it's you, right? I'm here. Now, is that how you like to be known now, Clary? Is that yeah. your brand? Yes. Because you are the artist formerly known as. What, what wanker. <laughs> yes, yes, I rebranded, yes. So what were you known as before? I was uh, Peckham Mama. Oh, this is why I did it, because I can't even bear to say it. Why? Don't be ashamed of Peckham. I'm really proud of Peckham, but I've never like used Mama in my normal vernacular. So then to use it as my name is um, cringy. So you're a mum to two boys, mm-hmm. a wife, a freelance creative strategist mm-hmm. at Facebook and Instagram, and a blogger. That, yes, that, that's true. What What is a creative strategist? That's a good question, and it's a hard one to answer. So I, I'm actually a creative strategist, but my history is as a creative director. Which means I help brands write good ads. Yeah. What's some of your work? What have I worked on? Yeah. My favourite ever campaign was for Yorkshire Tea. So our insight was that the time you most miss tea is when you're abroad. So we took their ice cream van called Little Urn, which is a Yorkshire Tea asset, and went to America and found Brits abroad and gave them a cup of tea. Oh. I remember that ad. It was awesome. Awesome. And you got to go... Did you go to America Yeah, with do it? you know what? It, I don't know if I can say this, but I'm going to... So it was all should have been really glamorous, except for no one had done the research and t- something to do with the electric power in America meant we couldn't actually boil a cup of tea in the van. <laughs> <laughs> so we did a six-week tour based on this, and um, yeah. Um, Luke, what was the what was the thing with puppies? <laughs> so what that was a great brief. That was trying to represent different biscuits in their animal form. So the puppy. <laughs> This is my joke. People wanna, I, say that capitalism has gone too far <laughs> and is excessive. So, and, you know. so we did lion cubs to represent the gold bar. Obviously. Yeah. Um, ginger nuts were represented. I get paid for this, guys. It's hard. Yeah, ginger nuts were represented by um, ginger rabbits. Uh, and, I'd have gone otters. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Um, and the puppies represented shortbread. Oh, right? like, like, a, like a, um, a crumbly, yeah. quite pale shortbread. They are. They do go crumbly puppies if you don't give them enough water. <laughs> I have found that. Don't leave them in the car. Flaking off tip. everywhere. Yeah, don't leave them in the car. Let's keep so that voice. was actually a bit really tough. So tell us about your blog. Uh, I have a blog called Mother of All Lists, which is a collection of lists about parenting. Um, I, I feel like I've really blagged it, actually, because it means I don't ever have to write paragraphs. I can just write... Oh. Yeah. But at bullet points. Which is really great. You're talking to a woman who practically gets an orgasm over a list. I right? love, yeah. a love a list. I love a list. Well, what's your, what's your favourite kind of list? A to-do list. Yeah. Th- that you have to work through. And if I'm honest, I sometimes write things in retrospectively and then I can just cross them off. <laughs> I do. I, the thing is, at my, if you ever come to my house, um, which Ellie rarely does, um, <laughs> on, on the front door it's got September to-do list. Which has nothing crossed off. And things like that is why I can't go to a house. <laughs> makes why me unwell. Because I haven't done any of it. No. Like, like got the tree surgeon. No. Got the skip. Um, 
But the only reason Sorry, I have a list is, is to achieve it. I know, but I, 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 I want to achieve those things, but it is May. But you should put some things in that you can do. Yeah. Not well, not clean your teeth, but like one run rung on from that. All right. So it's like maybe I went a bit too far with like reorganising the garden. No, I exactly. Don't put those on the list because you'll never take them off. Throw out old shoes or something really achievable. Yeah. My kids can read now and they keep going, Mum, why is it there? And and even it's like the, the ink has like faded. My <laughs> <laughs> I love my husband. It's just like he, I will like try and get him into lists and then he never consults them. So there's no point writing a list if you're not going to try and aim to achieve it. I will write it down on a piece of paper then loses the piece of paper and then we have to have a fight yeah 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 that sounds relaxing (laughs) um yeah your kids are like mum why have you written you know conceive another child i'm seven what What are you doing um what's been the most popular list that you've put on your blog usually the the more close to the boat i go the more popular they are Mm. so i've written one about a uh, lifelong battle with my weight. I've written one about anxiety, all the lols, and yeah. financial crisis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, because I think you can talk about, you can still be funny and talk about hard, difficult stuff. Hmm. So, why did you start the blog in the first place? On my second maternity leave, I got involved with the mothers' meeting kind of vibe that was going on, and I categorically, I actually had a conversation again with Zoe, dressed like a mum, where I said, "I'm not going to do a mummy blog. There's so many mummy blogs." But the truth was, I was actually a bit bored second maternity leave I had my boys close together and I was like wanting a way to to use my brain a bit so I, mm. st- I started doing it so I do one list and now I'd have three lists a month that are guest lists written by other people and because it's a list anyone feels that they can write it like mm. trying to write a long prose is quite challenging but anyone can do some bullet points so yeah. it's, I've been lucky in that loads of women have offered up some amazing stories and including a great one from you guys <laughs> Oh yes, it was excellent. I wrote about uh, swimming lessons and how they were the seventh circle of hell. <laughs> well, that's it. You can sit that alongside talking about anxiety, and it's all... yeah. No, yeah. no, that was that was really fun, and I love the one recently written by Bryony Gordon. Mm. And and actually, that was one of the motivators for getting me to run round Peck and Rye. What was her list then? What was about she, running the marathon. About how she did it, and it was the, so... the title was "If I Can Run the Marathon, Anyone Can." And she just t- she just talked about how she did it, and I was like. No, that is a cheap Yeah, thing. and do you know what? I post it, I was like, oh, this is so inspiring because that's the kind of language you use. But do you know what? I posted it and 24 hours later, I went for a run for the first time in a year. And, mm. and she's got other. massive booze and she still ran the marathon. Fuck, and she's got a great rack. And a pair of black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but she's doing all right. But she's doing it. it. What, yeah, was your, but... what was your financial crisis list then? What was that? So, well, I don't know when it was. Two years ago, my husband ran a business into the ground and we were like, in a financially horrific position, bailiffs, the full works. And actually at that time I was on social media but couldn't talk about it because when something is that raw, you, you can't. But as we came out of the situation, which we are now, I wrote a list about it and I was really, really nervous and I, I had to share it with him. But the, I was absolutely blown away by the people who responded to it. It turns mm. out that loads of people have been in that kind of situation. But I think money is one of the final taboos that mm. people don't don't say, look, we're struggling. Mm. Why is that, do you think? I think it's something, personally, that you learn really, really young. I remember going to uni when no one's got that much money. And it's like, oh, yeah, but you can come out. You can come out. And you went out. Mm. And you just, just like got more and more skin. And and then you just assume that everyone's doing okay. And of course they're not, it's hard. And and mm. I think especially if you add kids into that mix, that damages your earning potential. So that that is all part of it as well. I think. Mm. But it it is funny, I like we we've gone through 
quite a few years of really hard financial times. And yeah, there were times where I where I cancelled play dates because they said, "Oh, we're going out for lunch." Mm. And I I made up an excuse. That paranoia is awful, though. That and I felt really bad. And then I thought people are going to think I'm really rude. And but I was just actually really scared and embarrassed. I didn't have enough money to even get on the bus. Like I had to wait till the next day. Or like when yeah. there's that split the bill thing, and now I'm we're fine for money. Of course, I'm going to split the bill. But when like a fiver is the difference between something being able to buy some milk or whatever it's really awkward when you have to go mm. oh, can we split this bill but it, but why should people just yeah let people uh, well it comes from the same place that women won't talk about their salaries or about money we, we, we need to break this mm. it's okay to be skinned especially if you've started businesses you've had kids mm. you, I mean this isn't very funny on your funny podcast no no <laughs> It's, it's, we like a bit of worthy chat. We do we? like a bit. Of yeah, that. That's like, but oh, yeah, that, we should be more honest. So, Helen, um, I haven't got any money. Can I have eight pounds? You, yes, you can. Just give me eight pounds. I haven't got any money. I bought you breakfast. I'm being and... honest. I'm oh, being authentic. I don't like it. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, you wrote this um, list the other day saying about why having kids is good for your career. Career. Idiot. No, it's great. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Make a career out of being a mum. <laughs> anyway. Um, but what How I... tedious. <laughs> Losers. Uh, anyway, um, so but what I liked about that list was you talked about actually knowing your worth and your yeah. value. And like, gr- like growing a pair when you become a mum. Because yeah. that's one thing. Because that's one thing I really love about Ellie is that I always... The go, one thing. There's only one <laughs> thing. Sorry There's just that. one thing. Everything <laughs> else is bullshit. She's Carry re- on. She's really good at asking for money, which I'm not. <laughs> Eight uh, pounds. Eight pounds now. Eight pounds. <laughs> See, look, at look at that. She's just on it. On it. Gibson. Yeah. But, I, but I've had to learn that skill I think when I first started out in my career I was crap at that as well it's only through mainly doing freelance but also working with men I was going to say we're both from really really like boy boysy careers yeah. isn't it you just, but then then actually now I've got this point of trying you realise if you're in a boysy world all that banter that goes with it it's actually it's sexism and I'm, I, mm. I used to think that I loved the banter of advertising but god why do we have to spend the first 10 minutes of a meeting like talking about how pissed we were or the people we shagged it's like yeah again we'd never do that <laughs> Or make a career out of it. <laughs> yeah, but I used, to, I used to watch these men go into appraisals or you know do mm. deals and stuff and, ha- and, and have no shame money. about asking for money yeah, and, and, con- and not be treated badly for having done it. And I had to learn to do it. And I think yeah, and it's 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 a thing, isn't it? It's but weird. once you've literally once you I've pushed two babies out of my family. I've done one of them with no pain relief. It's like. I can do that. I need to go and ask for the the money that I'm worth. And yeah, it, it is as simple as that. I do psych myself up with those thoughts when I have to do something scary at work. And actually, there's nothing worse than being resentful. I've spent a few years of my career not thinking I was paid what I was worth. And it, it makes you really bitter. And that's mm. it's not nice. So listeners out there, you know... Up your game. Give me eight pounds. <laughs> I want eight pounds. That's, that's, right. that's all. Um, so you live in Peckham. Uh, just mm. to change the subject, you live in Peckham, Jimmy. Yes. How long have you been there? Been there three years. Absolutely love it. Do I, you? I walk around being really smug that I live there all the time. What's your favourite thing about Peckham? I mean, the food. I think we have some of the best restaurants. McDonald's. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> Iceland's great. I love the Iceland. <laughs> It's really good. It's quite near the Asda. Yeah, uh, yeah. All the all the wanky shit. The sourdough, the avocado, the you know pop ups. Because it's so. Because I grew up there. I grew yeah, up in Nunhead. Yeah, it's really and, different. Yeah, like my main memory of Peckham as a child is there was a clothes shop called What She Wants. <laughs> 
my mother would take me to what she wants there's and big... get what she wanted. And, and then we go big to girls. <laughs> I like it. My favourite thing is the cinema, the Peckinplex cinema. Cheapest cinema in London. Which, is it five ninety nine now? Think no, it's four ninety nine. Exactly. The five ninety nine if you go three D. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I know these things, ladies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is amazing. But you have to bring your own glasses made out of red and blue sweet <laughs> Um Yeah. So four ninety nine. Any film, any day. Yeah. That's brilliant. You've got to tell the story about Star Wars. Yes. That's that's how this works. <laughs> that's where we're going with this. That's why I said that's my favourite thing about Meg. She was queuing herself in. <laughs> Can't wait till we go on Graham Norton. <laughs> I'm now going to tell an anecdote amusingly enough along this subject line she needs to give more science if she does the wink that's the peck and plex story (laughs) my bit my bit yeah (laughs) Uh, so I went to see uh, the Rogue One at Christmas the new Star Wars film and about sort of 30 minutes into it there's this big gun battle and the sound went but the picture kept playing so everyone was a bit like and then everyone started doing the sound effects so the whole audience just started going it's not with one guy just going pew 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 pew, pew. Yeah. and then everyone pissed themselves and everyone started joining in like pew pew and then there'd be, there'd be like a grenade and someone would go whoosh they couldn't pay for this shit it was amazing it was amazing and it went in on your face like secret cinema and then eventually who needs 60 oh. and like it just people were absolutely rolling oh, yeah. and then the sound came back on and oh. everyone collectively went Oh. <laughs> and honestly it was the best Probably cinema the best experience yeah. of my life wow was, that's wonderful it was hilarious so yeah love a bit of Peckham have you got a, fa- a favourite Peckham place Helen yeah I, I like getting my, my bits waxed in Peckham mm. tell me where oh, I, I just go wherever it's cheapest what, on Rye yeah so like five quid lip and eyebrow but and the lady who who, who did it um <laughs> She was so gorgeous. She was so lovely. And she was like, she used a variety of things depending on how wiry my lip was. And then I kept going like this. And she was like trying to like, what's it called? Um, thread, thread the, uh, the wires off my, off my face. And she was saying the words, very pain, very pain. I was like, yes, very pain. <laughs> but she was five good for like all my hairy I mean, face. She just going. took all the hair off your face. <laughs> Amazing. Very pain. All the that, eyelashes that was, out. That was yeah. the only. That were the only words we exchanged. Very pain. Very pain. Like Westman. <laughs> but carry on. Yeah, yeah. But I gave her ten quid because I thought she worked hard. She did like she yeah. plucked, she threaded, she waxed, and I was like, "This is why I love Peckham." Now, do you think it's time for some career chat? I, I think so. Let's All get right. let's get serious. Let's talk about business. Why don't you kick us off? All right, now, Clemmy, you're a creative. Yes. How do you be creative? Oh God, that's a big question, isn't it? Um, oh, fuck, how do I be creative? I, I don't know any other way. I'm going to get really humble again. I'm sorry about this, guys. Clemmy humble Telford. Second glass of wine, I'm still oh, humble. Quick, get a I don't fist. think that you realise that creativity is a thing until you see people who aren't creative. <laughs> Isn't it? It's what it isn't, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's I, like, don't, I don't it's think... It's not Graham in accounts. No, no, exactly. <laughs> do you get... I mean, you guys have both got two boys... Is it, who's who's your creative one? Do you think yeah, one of each? one of them is creative and the other one likes to eat? And that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting to see what Woody's actual special skill is, but at the moment it is an appetite and also he will eat anything like Stilton food that you think a two year old wouldn't possibly. Oh like. yeah, and he's got a really really mature palate which I admire him for. My you... two year old loves uh, salmon, but we call it sea ham. <laughs> Sea ham. I want sea ham. Like, we'll go with this. Post on Instagram not that long ago where my boys thought they were being really naughty and they they'd actually stolen an avocado and got a knife out of the drawer and were about to eat it. 
dog voice. There's Haribo. Oh, There's other shit. I'm trying to look up the name of this book because I read this book recently um, with like practical tips about how to, to be, be better creative. at stuff. Uh, and it's got a chapter on being creative. And one of the things is, one thing is get a plant. Scientific studies have proven that looking at something green, like natural, somehow boosts the brain. And another thing is, which I like, play a video game. Because your your brain you has separate players. Yeah, your brain has different parts of it for processing different things. So if you are stuck with a problem um, and then you go away and do something else that distracts yeah, so part of your brain, the back part of your brain will kind of keep working and solving the problem. And then when you go back to it... I definitely think that they always talk about sleeping on it, but I completely agree with that. Try and wrangle an idea, leave it, and then wake up in the morning. And sometimes you wake up and think that was fucking shit. But so often, yeah. often your brain's figured it out. No, I was listening to some, you know, wankery podcast of the day about saying, not ours, obviously. <laughs> Yours is brilliant. Awesome. But just doing things like drinking uh, or using your different hand for like five Makes minutes. Makes your brain work harder. Yeah, really? exactly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, this book so, is called, it's called 59 Seconds, Stink a Little, Change a Lot by Richard Wiseman. And it's very good. And oh, it's, he yeah. is a wise man. He is a wise man. Is exactly. <laughs> One of the tips is change your name to the thing you want people to think that you are. Like you or Richard, Richard Wiseman. Yeah. That's one of the tips. But advertising has changed now, hasn't it? Is it, is it more? It's more about the Instagram and that, isn't it? I mean, it definitely is. It's definitely a conversation I have every day with every brand about how we work with influencers. And I think I was actually talking about it today. I think, it's, especially in our world, in the mummy world, it's really interesting because it allows fairly boring, non-specific brands, so toothpaste, shower gel, washing powder, that have nothing to say, to kind of cling on to... Mm. someone with a bit of personality because mm. I know because I saw one of our friends advertise sellotape wow I mean I, I like sellotape I use it but you know how but do I sell it you know what surprises me is that sellotape needs to like get anyone else on board I'm really on board with sellotape <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really feel like sellotape why do they need to increase brand awareness like is anyone looking at that going oh my god I've been <laughs> wrapping presents with blue tack for 10 years i got two oh, pieces no. of paper I'm like can I <laughs> Stick together. I'm into your offering sellotape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's how to make me buy branded sellotape. Make it as cheap as non-branded sellotape. There you are. What you can never find the fucking sellotape, can you? No, or the end. I've got a folder. Are you a folder? I bet you're a folder. Or the end. Don't find it. No, I have dispensers. Exactly. All the sellotape. I mean, what advice would you give to someone who's maybe like on Instagram but doesn't have a massive following, but is looking at all these other sort of mummies or whoever getting these deals and things and thinking, oh, I'd I'd like a bit of that. I'd like to get into that. How do you actually get into it? I wouldn't have said I got into it. I remember absolutely when I got the first offering to be paid to do an Instagram post, which was with not on the high street, and I actually couldn't believe my luck. I. I really wouldn't go around trying to chase fame in this platform. I've heard a, a terrifying thing that parents are buying their kids so eight, for their 18th and 21st, buying them followers on social media to give them a, a, head, a start in their careers. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, this is... This is, this is like a... <clears throat> sorry. This is like, um, this is like a Charlie Brooker film. Yeah, it's exactly it. But that absolutely boggles me. Like, you should never start trying... I don't think you should set out trying to make money from it. 
You should just sit out and decide what your thing is, what, what you're about, interested in, yeah, or what. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, and if like us, you're interested in filth and wine, then yeah, <laughs> we like all the wine that is sent to us. Speaking everybody. of which, speaking of which, what wine are we drinking tonight, Ellie? Tonight, Helen, we are drinking wine from iHeartWines.com. Are you enjoying this subtle brand integration? <laughs> I think it went really well. Oh, oh yeah, do it. Subtle, yeah, yeah. I'm actually not enjoying it because I finished my glass. Oh, so no, you better get yeah. some more iHeartWines. You talk about how nice it is when I get I, some Yes, I like the Pinot Grigio personally so are there any big sort of no-nos because I think it's quite difficult isn't it to manage that thing of how do you you know once you've got a platform how do you sort of keep your followers and keep your authentic voice and also you know accept money for hawking chewing gum (laughs) (laughs) sell the shit out of stuff so I couldn't sleep alright about this at night because I have spent my career flogging stuff so but also I've never sold anything that I I don't genuinely like Mm. like you've got to be able to feel alright with yourself about it which for me means talking to my husband endlessly about it mm. I have to go am I being a wanker am I being a wanker am I being a wanker yeah yeah do you ever look at an advert and think oh no you shouldn't have Instagram, done that yeah yes what, what what makes you make that face well I, I either hate it when people are being disingenuous if you're doing an ad it's like just put it out there don't be like oh I just happen to like this thing that I found in my bathroom no you're being mm. paid to vlog this it's open. it's a car <laughs> <laughs> I love SARS. (laughs) Well, I hate when I think uh, people are suggesting that they happen to love a product that I know they've been gifted. We don't have to pretend. People know that you get gifted stuff. I don't be like, oh, I went out and got this. No, you didn't. So is it all right to say someone's given me this and I really like it? Yeah. And it's, you know, yeah, like a baby, for example, something like that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly like that. Yeah. (laughs) I got got a jumper from Baxon Bay with a rainbow on it and I... (laughs) genuinely wear it like nearly every single day all the time and he's like can you wear something else on Instagram yeah because it looks like you're being paid to wear it yeah, you wear it so it. much it this looks like it. you get 50 pounds every time you wear and that fucking just, jumper the, the lady just sent me the jumper and, and I you love just, it I just love it well, so you know what that much. is always the key on Instagram yeah. if it's hard usually when I get something sent free I'm so bloody excited to get a free parcel that I'll post up immediately yeah, like, oh nice stuff is lovely yes. at the moment you get over that you need to have a word with yourself and I've got I've got sent a product recently but it doesn't work this product it, it doesn't do what it's supposed to do and I don't feel that I can post about it no, because I wouldn't, like it. I wouldn't recommend to a friend that they should buy yeah, this well then don't, so yeah. I'm you know uh, I'm waiting for the snotty email from them but I'm afraid that's <laughs> I got um, sent an email asking if I'd like to review these special jackets to wear during barbecue season that are special <laughs> warming jackets that look like the most flammable thing you should ever wear, <laughs> but that apparently it means you could just stay outside that bit longer on, on a summer night. Just wear a jacket. Or have another glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, I mean, on the same sort of token about um, phones and Instagram, how how much is too much phone use coming? I mean, I'm just asking, you know, for, for, for me. For friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, my big thing is that the problem with all of those social media they're never going to end right you get to this point you're like I must get to the end of it it's never going to end and all of us are inherently nosy neighbours it's a chance to like look through other people's lives what a gift but you just you know in your heart when you're when you're out of dip, control out of control and you, you actually can feel it but I really I can't stop myself I can never stop myself with anything so I put boundaries I leave things early and I have to put my phone at, at elsewhere because I can't mm. it's literally impulsive when it's not with you you find yourself going to look like yeah. what am I even looking at nothing's happened yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you struggling Helen with your phone oh, addiction I yeah I, I think I need to not have it in the bedroom so Steph 
at Don't Know Here Flowers, um, <laughs> said get an alarm clock, which I haven't done, but I really like the idea of it. <laughs> I will and I do that in the morning. We'll wake up and we'll just do a bit of a scroll well, for ten all, minutes. All, we literally have all four of us in bed on a screen. You know, yeah. Do you not? Are you not a believer in screen time? Oh, I love a bit of screen time, but we um, because because we all love it so much I try to limit it and so we have a rule that we have no I say we have no screens of course I check my email first thing everybody else but the kids don't have screens in the mornings how old are yours? and it's just a rule two and five and what is this and that's not out of anything other than that is an easy way to police it without having constant arguments because they just know now they accept that there's no screens in the morning in the same way that they have to go to sleep and they have to brush their teeth Um, (laughs) why does this make me feel like a wanker they read books (laughs) The eldest one reads books and the little one, he, he sings. He's in his little cot and he's like, oh, no, no, or he just talks. He like does little monologues while, do, while, you're, while you're checking your email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, oh, mummy went on a helicopter. Great. Do you know what I But yeah, no, don't get me wrong. And we have like, like Friday is called Netflix Friday. Because <laughs> Charlie gets home from school, half past three, and he can have whatever he want on, on Netflix till tea time. And that's... I don't know if it's the case, but as they get older, I think you have to monitor it more. Because as now Bertie's almost, well, he's four and a half, I feel like he gets into the screen more. Like, yeah. I can give Woody an iPad indefinitely. He hasn't got the concentration yet. But you see it affect their mood, yeah. don't you? But then what do you think... Uh, about you know you're in gaming and you want them to understand because i really believe that one of the best skills that they can learn is to code so they need to mm. be interested in in the way that the digital world works yeah so i let them i let them i've just i've i've funnily enough i've just written an article about this for the guardian <laughs> uh, how convenient how she convenient. was a wanker before and then yeah. she just drops the g-bomb yeah <laughs> No, I think games... Um, I don't think games are better or worse than television. And I think in the same way as that, they should be limited but available. You know, kids kids these days, they're always going to football and ballet and swimming and all of that. And they need to relax. And games is a perfectly all right way to do that. They just shouldn't be doing it all day in the same yeah, way. They shouldn't be eating ice cream for every meal. You know, you know when you're giving your child a screen to shut them up or... Yeah. Like definitely wind down time. I watch TV every night, so of course my kids can. But there's definitely a time where you're like, oh, we're pushing this yeah, too yeah. far. But do you, do you, like this is a bit of a confession. Go, all right. If I take the the kids to the park for an hour, then yeah. then they can watch a bit. And I'll just like, I'll like, there's a bit of like yeah. there's a bit of like all right. We're going to go out to a historic house film night as well, movie night. This yeah. is a new thing because when we've got friends, we've got older kids, so we make popcorn and then we sit on the sofa and pop pajamas and there's movie nights. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's lovely. lovely. I think that's an excellent use of your time. That's what we do Friday night is movie night, Ooh. and we we the kids take it in turns to choose the movies. We get popcorn. It's it's, a, it's our family tradition. It's really nice. I actually. think it is, isn't it? Well, uh, screen time chat done. Done. Um, shall we uh, shall we move on, Helen, to a new section you've invented for us? Yes. Oh, you know I like it inventing section called show and tell I like it I like it so I thought we'd have this little section about what we've been up to this week. Mm-hmm. A little current uh, current Fair. sort of thing. Because uh, Ellie and I did a very exciting thing. We had a... Um, we're part of a campaign called Dress by the Kids by Oxfam. Mm. Uh, and we did a fabulous photo shoot with Oxfam this week. Yeah, so the Dress Like a Kids campaign is launching the day this podcast comes out. So May the 16th. But actual Dress Like the Kids day is on June the 16th. And basically, and the idea is you get your kids to dress you which is what we did for the photo shoot Um, and obviously the result is you look ridiculous but consequently you can get sponsored for doing that and you raise money or you do you're doing a 
cake sale. Or I'm going to do maybe? a cake sale, so I'm going to get my mum friends and I to get our kids to dress us. And so the whole premise is that you're doing something silly, but mm. for something really serious. Kind of a reverse. Like everyone dreads the dress up day for kids, and our kids can do it to us. Yeah, and it doesn't. And cost if you're you not anything. a parent, you can borrow someone else's children. You know. Yes, exactly. That's, that's all. I fine. might get my kids to dress up my brother and and his fiance. Yeah, the whole premise is that we're, we're raising money for for kids who who need money and access to education. <laughs> raising money for kids who need money. That's such a bold <laughs> philanthropic aim. <laughs> You're I, welcome, Oxfam. <laughs> the other day, I spent I sent eight pounds to a child. Uh, they were very grateful. They they spent it on Skylanders cards. Uh, You're so well. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, yes, that's right, Helen. It's about everyone's rights to eat, drink, earn, and learn. I think is what you were. <laughs> that's going what to I was say, saying. Exactly it? right. Yes. So clean water, uh, being able to earn a fair wage, so you can feed your family, and uh, children's rights to education, so they can build a better life. That's Oxfam's vibe. Our vibe, obviously, is looking like dicks and getting loads of attention. So we're well up for this. We're well we? up. I just, I love the whole idea because I like being silly with my kids, and that's one thing. Mm. Um, yeah, you do, and I think it's a really brilliant campaign so i'm really glad that we're we're part of it and i'm looking forward to june the 16th so all you have to do is go to oxfam.org.uk forward slash silly yes so dress by the kids day june the 16th get involved it's it's good charity charity's good isn't it i love charity i love charity Uh, and feel good about yourself as well. That's what we're about as scummy mummies. Feel, well, feel good about yourself by helping poor people. <laughs> poor children children who need money. <laughs> <laughs> it's about feeling good about yourself. How <laughs> oh, did you do that? I'm just done a whole spread about giving access to clean water and food. And you're like, no, but it's about feeling good about yourself. Yourself, it can just be about giving some money to children who need money. <laughs> that is it. That's no, light like a candle and celebrate yourself. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Absolutely brilliant. Excellent stuff. We'll put this in our TV show, though. For yeah, sure. yeah, definitely. We'll do a thing. Yes. Some children don't even have money. <laughs> so, what have you been up to, Clemmy? Uh, I met Davina McCall. I went to an ombre solaire. Uh, round table which is actually just was like it a lunch I think <laughs> an ombre solaire round table it's, it's like the normal round table but instead of nights they have to be in a McCall <laughs> and then I think I might have done a little bit too much hand on shoulder during the thing mm. but I really liked her what What was the so what was she hawking sun cream is that the thing yeah it's part of the Garnier brand but it was it was interesting but it made me fucking shit myself you might be better at this because you're Australian but yeah <laughs> Um, so as an Australian, like we, my parents were quite vigilant about this. So we would not go out to the beach until four o'clock in the afternoon. And I, when I was back in Australia, because my husband's really erotic, he said, should we go and get our moles checked at the doctor's? And I was like, <laughs> you had me at moles. Um, so, yeah, so we went to saw a mole. This is the thing you do. You go, you go get your moles. Yeah, go get some smashed avocados and go get your moles checked. Uh, so, yeah, so we went into this specialist and then she said, oh, we'll strip down to your underwear. And then she went around and looked at all these moles. And then it was my turn, and my husband loves a bit of mansplaining. And so I'm standing in my pants, you know, boobs down to my knees, and he starts uh, telling the mole lady something about he read about on the internet, saying, oh, you can, you know, the, in the future your mobile phone will just check your moles. And she said, oh, I know, I've written it in, about it in an academic journal. And then we went on for another five oh, minutes no, to oh talk God. to oh. her about this thing that she's a specialist. Yeah, like, as he said, I know that, but yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll tell you more. And I said, 
uh, guys, I'm standing in my knickers <laughs> while <laughs> you're mansplaining to a woman doctor. An expert. Uh, yeah, can you just check my mods <laughs> and let's get out of here. Now, I, I slap them in there, I, but I'm really lazy because I hate putting sun cream on, so I buy the stuff that lasts like, Once all a day. day. Me too. Yeah, yeah that's the, that's the anyway. Is that the Piers There's a there's so a few of them. Now. Oh, yeah, right, they get the long laugh one. Do Boots do one called yeah. Once, I think. Yeah, I do. It's great. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I do do it. I think, aren't you supposed to say you do the Ambrose Air one? No, well, fuck. Hashtag ad. Um, there we are. Well, that's a good show. We've had a good week, yeah, we everybody. We've had a good week. All now, right. how about a scummy mummy confession, Helen? I've got a really good scummy mummy confession. Okay. Um, I'm going to kick off. Um, I uh, went to Pilates the other day. I was in a lot of lycra, so obviously your fanny's all kind of tucked Both up. Right. But you go on this thing called a uh, reformer, and she said, stand here and then let your legs slide out as far as possible. And then my fanny made this noise. <laughs> because my, like, my flaps just opened, but made an audible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it was so silent. I was just like, we all know what that noise did was. Did you say, what did you say? Nothing. nothing. I just kind of. How many other people were there? It was just me, the physio, and my husband. Oh, that's <laughs> Oh, yeah. So just this... <laughs> so, uh, I love oh, that. Oh, God. Noisy oh, flaps. that's nice. Yeah. Uh, mine is... So I... Uh, well, my first convention is I'm now going to use this podcast to shamelessly plug. So I'm in a television program called Dara O'Brien's Go 8-Bit, which has just started. The new series just started on Dave, Monday nights at 10 o'clock. And then I'm hosting the spin-off show, which is at 11 o'clock, so straight after. And you're in an episode. I am. So yeah. for the first time ever, the Scummy Mummies will be on a TV show on Dave. So, um, yeah, Helen's episode is coming up in a few weeks, I think. But, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so we were filming um, the main show at L Street, which is lovely, and you have all these lovely runners and researchers, mm, and they yeah. help you all the time and bring you things. Can I'm you like, get yes, Olivia, actually, please, can you come and pick me up from the Ibis? And also, on the way to L Street, which, by the way, is an eight-minute walk, yeah, um, can we just stop at Greg's? <laughs> <laughs> As if this is in your ride. <coughs> yeah. I spent £15 on, like, a steak How you bent, spend the- Tottenham cake. I went mental. Like, I'm just going to, yeah. Stop. Like, yeah. Are you I'm just going to have a bite of everything. I'm going to get everything I want in What's Greg's. What's Tottenham, bud? <laughs> Tottenham cake. Tottenham cake. Tottenham cake is like a sponge cake with pink icing. And I've argued oh, with my husband. Oh, I like that. But it's just a sponge cake. No, no it's Tottenham cake. It's bloody Tottenham cake. And it was on the Bake Off, which proves it. You were standing very Peckham suddenly. Yeah, suddenly <laughs> gone full Peckham. She didn't. But yeah, and um, please watch uh, Dario Brian's Great Bit, 10 o'clock, Monday nights on Dave, and then DLC at 11 o'clock. And we'll be shouting from the rooftops when we're both on the telly. Yes, At absolutely. the same time. That's mega. Mm. Do, you have a, do you have a scummy mummy confession? No, we're just going to have to make a quick pause while I try and think of one. Okay. Sure. That is fine. Anything particularly peckamy? Prison peck and pie. I, I, I mean, I, I never go straight far from Peckham because there's a, a public toilet in Peckham Park, isn't it? When you, yeah, when I now do my run as I know it's exactly fifteen minutes so, where I need to do either a wee or a poo on my run, so uh, I or go. I use the McDonald's on my lane. Yeah. One of, one of those it's McDonald's it's come up a lot it really hasn't yeah. it there's yeah. iPads in the pack and of no McDonald's one, and no one judges you because I only go in there to have a shit on a run <laughs> <laughs> that's a confession that's a good confession anyway that's a good that's an exclusive Clemmie Clemmie tell me yeah, loads of dog if you ever see me on um, McDonald's where I land it's because I'm about to shit myself <laughs> Lovely, like Paula Radcliffe. Oh, darling. Um, oh, well, there we go. Now That's then, it. 
Time for a little bit of admin before we wrap up. And we've got some gigs coming up, we haven't we? We bloody well do. We're going to be busy this year, gigging all over the country. The one's coming up very soon. There's one in Clevedon on the 17th of June and Brighton on the 28th of June, which you have to buy tickets for soon. Yeah, Brighton's selling out, yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. And we're going to be in Rugby, Ellie, on oh. the 12th of July. Yeah, Stockport on the 17th of July and then all over the shop, really. Banches... Uh, Banchester. Banchester. We're, we're coming, Banchester. We're coming for you. Uh, Birmingham, Manchester, Tunbridge Wells. All this. We're going to do some Christmas shows and everything, so it's very exciting. But go to scummymummies.com for tickets and details. That's right. And we'll be at lots of festivals. Good old Cat Festival again, the Deer Shed and Wilderness. Our book is still out. <laughs> Remarkably, it's still in print. It two is. months on. Yeah. And it's really funny. Thank you, Clemmy. Thank you, Clemmy. Clemmy, have you got anything you would like to plug? Where can people follow you and find you and things? Um, I'm at Clemmy underscore Telford on Instagram, and my blog is Mother of All Lists. And if anyone ever wants to write a list about anything, get in touch. Yeah, done. Favourite serial killers? No, less so that. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> other, things other than that is what I My favourite list? Why don't you yeah. do a list of lists? Favourite Victorian diseases. Alright guys, I'm trying to be open. That's kind of the thing, isn't it? Apart from them, yes. All other subjects. Favourite breakfast cereals. I mean, that I'd be interested in. Oh, see. I'm a winner. Well, let's see. Let's see. Why don't you write to us, tweet us, would you rather hear about cereals or cereal killers? That sounds like a really good podcast. It does. It does. It's a podcast. Yeah. Cereal. Someone got there. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast, Clemmy. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everyone, for listening at at home. Yes, or or wherever you are on my commute. A a big shout out to Anne, who likes to listen to us running, who said hello to us in the cafe a couple of days ago. Hello, Anne. Run faster, Anne. Run faster. You're being shit. Fucking get on with it. Run, Anne. Run, run, run harder. (laughs) Until next time. Bye bye. Bye.